sexuality in society. These are the topics for the Frankie Files. I'm Frankie Tease, your host, and I'll continue to focus on my own family story as well as news and recovery info for those who've survived, especially the adult children of cults. New each Tuesday. See FrankieFilesPodcast.com for more. Trigger Warning Some people may find topics discussed in this episode difficult. Please proceed with caution. Today I'm bringing back one of our favorite guests and our expert on the topic of child sexuality, forced marriage, and child marriage in the United States. Sarah Tasneem is reachable at Tasneem S, as in Sam, F as in Father, advocacy.home.blog. You can also check the show notes. She works with the Resiliency Foundation, Global Hope 365, the Tahiri Justice Center, and Unchained at Last. Today we will discuss the progress that's been made since her last visit to the show. I think that was in the end of 2022, the end of season one. She educates people through lectures and her blog. Sara Tazneem is an advocate publicly to end the practice of forced child marriage in the United States. She's a volunteer mentor with young women who need support before, during, or after experiencing forced child marriage. She aims to raise public awareness about forced child marriage in the United States, develop partnerships that support survivors, advocates, and nonprofit groups, and create change through planning, legislation, action, and support, and we'll hear much of that today. We are so excited to speak to Sara Tazneem again. You know, just want to read this article that kind of overviews it. I didn't even know the depth of it until you came in and started teaching me. I'm like, oh my god. And so that's why I found this article that I really like. So the article is, The Fight Continues to End Child Marriage in the United States, August 25th, 2021. Authors Paige Cassidy and Ty Himba Turner, hopefully I'm saying that correct. It's at unicefusa.org under stories. New York recently became the sixth state to ban child marriage with no exceptions. 44 U.S. states still allow children under the age of 18 to marry under certain circumstances. UNICEF, USA, and partners are working to change that. International conversations about child marriage often center on low-income countries, but the practice exists right here in America. I would like to add, good old U.S. of A. Between 2000 and 2018, almost 300,000 girls and boys in the United States were married before their 18th birthday. The consequences for these children are the same for children everywhere. Increased poverty, a higher risk of health complications, and lower educational attainment. So, 
Sarah, your comment. Yes, this this article is mostly correct, although it is from 2021, so there have been some changes since then. Um, this is what we want you to tell us. So now there's 42 states because two more states have officially banned child marriage, um, which means under 18, no exceptions. A child was not able to get married in that state. So we now currently have eight states who have completely banned child marriage under the age of 18. And there's one um, right now that's kind of pending just uh, the governor's signature, which is Connecticut. If you have any listeners in Connecticut or even any East Coasters, there is a lot you can do. You can call the Connecticut um, governor and ask him to please pass the legislation. Um, there is a great website, Unchained at Last, and they have um, a map where you can just look at individual states and find out if there is legislation pending where you live. There's quite a few states where there is like active legislation, but um, again, we have eight states that have officially ended it. And so we're working now in 42 states to to try and end it. Um, there's okay. a lot there's a lot going on <laughs> right now. And, and then from what I recall in our previous conversations, there's no age limit in most states. Most states. So like um, for like I'll take my state for example where I live. I live in California. Yeah. There's no minimum age to marry here in yeah. California uh, with yeah. parental consent and judicial review. And the problem with that is, like, some people will say, wow, like, judicial review is a pretty high bar. And, you know, wow, like, no parent would ever agree or consent to that. Well, unfortunately, when you're talking about children being forced into marriages, it is, mo is mostly the adults in their lives who are forcing the marriage. So mm -hmm. either their parents or guardians mm -hmm. or abusers or a combination thereof. And the judicial review can be as simple as just a rubber stamp that a county clerk um, can uh -huh. literally just stamp onto a form. And, um, you know, in some uh -huh. counties, like, that, it, it depends on how the county implements the law. But uh -huh. most counties, um, it's just literally a form. There's definitely cases of children 10 years old, as young as 10 years old, getting married in the United States. So that should be just shocking in and of itself for some of your listeners. And we're not talking about a 10-year-old marrying a 12-year-old. We're talking about a 10-year-old marrying an adult. Um, so an adult, for clarification, the age of majority is 18 years old. Right. And after 18 years old you then become an adult under the eyes of the law. Not, I mean, biologically, you're still growing, right? Under the eyes of the law, at 18 years old, you become an adult and you start to okay. then entering into a contract. This is really interesting to me. I want to highlight this big time, big circle and big red pin around this. I just spoke to Brett Harper, who was born in, um, into an adoption pretty young, like under age one. Then he ended up in these Christian troubled teen camps. I like to call them camps, but they're called institutions or boarding schools. But um, it's full on indoctrination. And there is no right for the child. The child in his case was in Oregon and taken on a plane to Missouri 
and then the his uh custody is signed over to this transport agent and then to the boarding school he taught me sort of like you that there's no rights for the kid um in, in fact even when they're in this boarding school when they call their parent the phone calls are monitored so they can't say look i'm being abused i'm afraid to go to sleep so i don't get raped you know <laughs> they can't tell them so the child actually has no rights and i think that is really clear like um in your marriage at 14 you know yeah exactly it's the same situation where you enter into a marriage with an adult so essentially mm -hmm. that adult kind of takes over your guardianship in a way um mm -hmm. oh my gosh and you know in california you also become emancipated under the law but if you don't know that as a child you don't really know what your rights are yeah, you, you're under the control of your abuser, so how would you find out? <laughs> you know? So it's it's just... Um... Okay, so we'll keep rolling through this article, which states, New York recently became the sixth state to ban childhood marriage in the U.S. with no exceptions. Again, this is 2021, but UNICEF, USA, and partners are leading the effort to end child marriage in the United States. On July 23rd, 2021, New York's bill outlawing child marriage, S3086 and A3891, became law, making New York the sixth state after Delaware, Minnesota, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and Rhode Island to ban child marriage without exceptions. The tweet was, New York Governor Cuomo just made New York the sixth state to ban child marriage, eight before age 18 congrats and thank you to unicef unchained at last and senator salazar phil ramos 6ad and everyone who made this possible take action to end child marriage in your state by visiting stopchildmarriage.org you're listening to the frankie files frankiefilespodcast.com so that was New York, and that was six states, so um, now there's eight. That's correct, and I think what also, um, this was a great article, but also I think they, um, they didn't mention that in New York, uh, a survivor had come forward and had really lobbied for this legislation, and her name is Nyla. And um, she has a foundation now. It's called Nyla Amin Foundation. And she really fought for this legislation in New York. And she worked with um, Senator Phil Ramos uh, pretty closely on it. Um, so it really, it takes a combination of advocacy, um, like with like groups like Unchained at Last, Tahare Justice Center, Global Hope 365, and a lot of other folks that are out there fighting and in combination with survivors who make the issue more relevant to people and make it more understandable in a way that you can't do with just statistics and numbers. Um, I think when people actually hear from somebody yes. who was forced into a marriage as a child, they pay more attention. And also you teach us specifics that we just can't fathom how it happened, how it was a group effort and how you really never 
ever had a choice. It was like, wow, disarming right. you so much, trafficking. Now, I want to go on. The biggest barrier to ending child marriage in the U.S. is lack of awareness. Amen to that. While opposition can arise from a variety of sources, the biggest barrier to ending child marriage in the U.S. is a lack of awareness. A recent survey found that nearly half of Americans polled believe that child marriage is already illegal in all U.S. states. The remaining respondents believed that the practice was legal in five or fewer states. Without constituent education and public pressure, elected officials may not see the importance of pushing for legislation to formally outlaw child marriage. UNICEF's USA's advocacy work is critical to overcoming this obstacle and raising awareness and the ones you mentioned, which people can find in the show notes. I'll make sure of that. They also say they've had pushbacks from groups concerned that ending child marriage would inappropriately limit rights of a child or parent. <laughs> Cough. Marriage laws in 44 states permit child marriage with parental consent and or judicial approval. We now know that's a red rubber stamp by a clerk, perhaps. However, data suggests that judges often lack access to sufficient information to make this decision. Additionally, parental approval can often be synonymous with parental coercion. Yeah, especially in the case of an unexpected pregnancy, financial instability, or other situations that might influence a parent's decision. In all scenarios, child marriage limits the rights of a child and deprives them of an opportunity to control their future. I, all of that is a hundred, a thousand percent correct. That has not changed in any way, shape, or form, and it mm-hmm. all of it is true. Um, you know, minors mm-hmm. are easily coerced and forced into relationships, and that is why we have age of consent laws in most states. Um, and these laws basically violate those, those. They're in conflict. They're in direct conflict with age of consent laws. For example, here in California, the age of consent is 18 years old, yet the age of marriage is zero. So it is a loophole. It's a statutory loophole around age of consent laws. And there's a reason we have these laws in place. It's to protect minors. Um, Mm -hmm. But yet we're not doing that with laws that allow minors to get married to adults, period. Yes, and you showed us how some of these laws allow the very scenario you experienced, which was your permission slip from a father, the uh, man who had already taken you to another country, you were already pregnant when you got married, and it was at a drive through in Las Vegas. That's correct. So I was legally married after I had been raped for the past six months by my abuser um, on a daily basis so I had evidence of that in front of the the court clerk and they Mm -hmm. instead of you know slapping handcuffs on him they stamped my marriage certificate which basically put the handcuffs right back on me and you know I'm listening to you going I bet she said well at least he's marrying her there's some weird idea out there that if yeah. you see a pregnant teenager that somehow a marriage yeah. is going to fix that like 
there's no fixing a pregnant teenager. <laughs> Guess what? The pregnant teenager is going to have the baby no matter what, whether they're to. married or not. Yeah. But yeah. does it mean that they should be in a horrible, abusive relationship with a person mm. that may or may not have raped them? Uh, absolutely yeah. not. The laws allow this. Back to the article. Closing the loopholes in state marriage laws is a crucial step towards protecting the right of all children to reach their full potential. The negative consequences associated with child marriage are a violation of child rights, especially those of girls, like the scenario you painted for us. 86% of child marriages in the U.S. involve a girl marriage to a significantly older man. Instead of permitting child brides in the United States, state governments should invest in systems that support vulnerable girls and families. As more states pass laws banning child marriage, the U.S. moves closer to achieving United Nations Sustainable Development Goal 5. We'll see how you know, pertinent that is which calls for the end of child marriage and female genital mutilation by 2030. Well, amen to that. UNICEF USA remains committed to ending child marriage, both in the U.S. and around the world. Success would bring the world one step closer to protecting children and ensuring that every child can grow up healthy and happy. Child marriage is a human rights violation. Mm, that's well said. Right, and it is considered a human rights violation because of the numerous harms that exposes minors to. So in no situation is a minor okay when they're being forced into a marriage. They're always going to be exposed to some type of abuse, and the abuses are so vast and so many that that's why they call it a human rights abuse, because mm -hmm. you're exposed to um, sexual assault, child sexual assault, rape, domestic slavery. servitude, yeah. slavery, um, trafficking, you mm -hmm. name it. Like there's just so many abuses and mm -hmm. it's all wrapped up into this, what they call, you know, a marriage, which mm -hmm. in actuality is, is not a marriage. It's a prison sentence no. and it's a prison Absolutely. sentence with that includes abuse. Yeah. And that's the part that people are not seeing. They're just seeing mm -hmm. a pregnant teenage child and they're thinking, well, how do we fix this? Well, you can yeah. fix it, first of all, by looking at how did that happen? Like, yeah. maybe this person needs support. Maybe they're in a dangerous mm -hmm. situation. Maybe there's not enough support out there for teenagers um, who are experiencing abuse or, or sexual assault. There's not. Um, I know that, you know. There's not. In some cases, um, survivors that I've spoken to, they were experiencing sexual abuse within their family structure, and then they were forced to marry their abuser because they had turned up pregnant. Mm -hmm. And so our answer to pregnancy is, is by saying, okay, you marry your abuser. Right. Um, I just don't think in 2023 that should be allowed in any shape or form. And teenagers mm -hmm. and girls and young children all need protection from this type of abuse they need more support and there needs to be more services out there for for folks that are experiencing sexual assault as children um i just don't think there are systems in place to to support them no and i'm going to go out on a limb here 
people can throw rocks at me. The elite make all these rules. And it's very convenient for them to be able to pick and choose a pretty girl when they're 30 years old. I mean, it just works for them, right? You don't say no. Right. You don't know. You don't have resources. And a lot of this is in, quote, cultures. And as you showed us, in cults, too. Exactly. It's It has to do a lot with this idea of, um, you know, somehow, like, young girls or young women... Um, or even young boys, like, need direction in their life. I've even heard of cases where um, they use it to basically as a tool of, like, rehabilitating um, an LGBTQIA mm -hmm. person, which is mm -hmm. horrific if you think about it, forcing yep. somebody to marry against their sexuality. Like, that's even worse. Sarah, I learned a term for that. What is it? Because it happened to me in my cult, I was made to be with women, and I'm straight by nature, truly still. And so it's called a sexual disorientation. Wow. And people are co-opting that term. It's made me very upset. People think someone's confused. They're disoriented. No, no. It means, and if you look at in the DSM, you know, sexual disorientation is manipulating someone to be with someone else and freaking them the F out. Because wow. that's not what they want to be doing. It's horrible. Yeah. It's all going against your own self. and Yes. Um, and then they got you, right? Right. It's, it's, like, it's like I'm submitted completely. Yeah. See FrankieFilesPodcast.com for more. Your example was forced marriage um, when someone's not wanting to do that. Right. Their orientation um, doesn't let them, you know. Right, or if somebody is abusing them, or I mean, there can be numerous reasons, or if the um, you know family is in financial trouble and they don't, they can't, um, you know, in their mind, the the right. girl is a burden or yeah. um, just somebody to get rid of, and and yeah. unfortunately, a lot of legislators they can't. It's hard for them to see that because they are coming yeah. from such privileged backgrounds are like this could never happen right and mm -hmm. there's this false perception um that there's just so many opportunities out here for for young folks and um yeah that might be true in in some in some you know privileged um stratas of our social you know structures yeah that might be true but in other places where children are devalued and um they're made to feel like burdens that's not the case religious and cults is one of those places and everyone thinks when you hear all of your story they're thinking foreign agent foreign this foreign that you mean domestic it's right here in religious cults it happened to me i was obtained as a sex slave you know we both in different manners and it, it no one checks there is right. no checking because the religious cult exception Frosters a pedophile. It really has to be said, you know, and it's easy, <laughs> and it's it is this weird religious exception. It's your path. It's your spiritual initiation. Blah 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 blah. It's disgusting, is what it is. And yeah. so, if we can realize that a person is, you know, every right to grow up as a human in a natural manner without undue influence on their sexuality, can we just do this? 
It, that would make so much sense. A difference in the world? <laughs> that would make so much sense. Why aren't we doing that, Frankie? It's all about that trafficking money. They got videos. They did something with us. We don't know. And what? who profited? We don't know. Um, luring new members to cults. You were paraded. She's for sale. I mean, she's going to be a bride soon. Basically, mm -hmm. when I was 12 years old, I was put out on that market. Um, and, you know, the, the man who ended up um, That's it. marrying yeah. me, he he had joined the cult um, about a year or so prior and had, um, mm -hmm. you know, had bought quite a bit of travel, you know, basically travel purchases for um, the cult family and um, put a lot of that on his parents' dime, basically on credit cards. And, you know, as payment, I guess... Was his, uh, his child bride I don't mm -hmm. and you know it was never probably in those exact terms but definitely mm -hmm. men who joined and if they were wealthy and if they had money to spend on the the group and towards mm -hmm. cult activities then at some point you know they would marry a child bride because it was Absolutely. it was a trafficking it was a trafficking group and one of the one of the things that was going on in Absolutely. in my experience yep and when i researched like the word and the etymology of the word uh, virginity guess what i found it was I'm a farmer curious. who made it up she is a virgin i swear she's born no children and i want to give you to her in exchange for blah 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 so daddies are the number one pimps yeah, it's bad this to is not the truth. So much it's grooming good. around it. Um, yes. So much grooming around uh -huh. it where, like, the purity, it's the same idea as, like, yes. purity culture. Save yourself for the man. Exactly. You can only be with one man, and mm -hmm. there's just so many rules around that just in and of itself. Like, mm -hmm. you know, just so, like, there's just so much around this. It, it would, like, even down to, like, how you wash yourself and... Yep. Uh, like so many things a lot of detailed uh instruction with yeah listening to i think you had somebody on your show i think it was daniela Mastnick. Mm -hmm. she you know talked about children of god and like how they had instruction books well a lot of cults have instruction books but they're like in other forms so they're not maybe coloring books and they're not maybe like comic books but they're yeah but they're definitely in instructions and they'll read it from the bible here's why Exactly. And if you look at the Bible and if you look at the Quran um, or if you listen to the Hadith, um, you know, you'll hear about prophets who married young girls. Yeah. Pretty black and white as far yeah. as like how they how it can be skewed in today's mm -hmm. world. And I'm not saying that everybody who follows those religions, you know, practices those things. No, but you can you can have a cult that perhaps skews that yes. and uses it to their advantage especially 100%. if they happen to be a pedophile trafficking cult and there's too many there's way too many with not there's enough too many um oversight with just you know willy-nilly making up rules as you go along yeah. i mean 100 percent, and somehow making money off of it all you know right it's a i guess and there's a market for uh, for children yeah. 
it's sad but true i mean i mm-hmm. i laugh and i like i'm jesting but at the same time it's it's the only way that i can really um kind of process some of this stuff because we're facing so, utter darkness yeah it's just so hard um, it's utter darkness it. and what's upsetting me the most since i've been doing all my research and meeting wonderful people like yourself is realizing this is systemic it's it's written in and it conveniently conveniently endorses everything a rich elite dude wants he wants to see two girls together on video thank you okay i want a young marriage so that um, she has a great uterus for my child excellent what are we doing (laughs) you had to go through that womb to get here you have to respect women we're not a rib of adam we're not ornate decorations for you see my cult said well you know we've got it covered on all bases there's going to be no coital sex this is some twisted new age religion stuff and so they don't have babies to deal with they don't have rape i've had people say well well, at least you weren't raped we have a lot of work to do my friend yeah i knew there was people out here doing this and i'm new to the game and your support has meant quite a bit thank you um we don't really have a place for my issue there's no laws about you know women touching each other under mental coercion so um it's a mess if a kid can just be allowed to naturally develop we also need to stop the misconception that this stuff is not happening here because it is it's it's yeah. not happening and it is happening in foreign places but it's also happening right here and um that is one of our biggest barriers to getting legislation Mm -hmm. passed is that folks believe um that this type of thing is just not happening here and from all the studies and everything um that's out there right now on child marriage you can easily access the information yourself and find Mm -hmm. out that in fact child marriage is happening in the united states and has been happening since its inception you know, there have been waves of trying to change that throughout the decades, but we are in 2023. Um, and trafficking where, is a yeah. financial cornerstone of capitalism going strong. Right. So thank you. Oh, my gosh. You always blow my mind with these details. Um, people can find you on Twitter and online where? Um, you can find me on Twitter at SF underscore Tasneem, and I'm also on Facebook at Sara Tasneem Advocacy, um, and I also have a blog site, Thriving After Surviving, Sara Tasneem Advocacy. You've been on the show twice, and we're going to keep bringing this info because it's from the source, from, directly from the source. I'm excited uh, to hear how your story develops. And it's such an honor to keep having the voice that you bring so strong to people who need to know. And that's everybody. So listen, tell a friend, share, and big hugs, Miss Taz. Thank you. Cults, coercion, and sexuality in society. These are the topics for the Frankie Files. I'm Frankie Tease, your host, and I'll continue to focus on my own family story as well as news and recovery info for those who've survived, especially the adult children of cults 
new each Tuesday. See FrankieFilesPodcast.com for more.